our top stories tonight. Jalen Ramsey is a Miami Dolphin. The Dolphins are going all in on a Super Bowl run. They are quite literally copying the blueprint that the Los Angeles Rams just won a Super Bowl with, going all in on high-impact stars across the roster, studs and duds. The Rams, on the other hand, are rebuilding. We've got rumors of trades around the NFL and rumors of free agent signings, all that, and much, much more on Player Profiler today. We have so many friends on the show, including Sean R. Bear Down for DJ Moore. He is free. Let's go. Harry Snowman, he did call that the Bears were going to trade down to eight or nine. Now draft a right tackle, draft Peter Skoronsky. That would just be the home run pick for the Bears at nine. Doubt Carter will be there at nine. Nope, he's not falling to nine. According to Cody, talking to the NFL personnel execs that he's talked to, Jalen Carter, he's the best player in the draft. People know this. He's not falling that far he's not falling to nine bazinga happy to have the pot whoever is running the player profiler show happy to have them on is tb now tb 13's not coming to miami they just picked up to his fifth year option ramsey trade was a giveaway it was there the rams are cutting toronto dave happy to have you on the show but we gotta talk about the news we gotta talk about the miami dolphins the dolphins are all in completely all in on a Super Bowl over these next two years. They have picked up Tua's fifth-year option. They have restructured plenty of contracts across the board. And now we find out why they were restructuring, why they were making all these players redo their deals. They were clearing cap space for Jalen Ramsey. And I know there's a contingent out there. Plenty of people in this audience, plenty of people at Player Profiler, including my co-host on Thursdays, Nate Polvo, that think Jalen Ramsey is done. Jalen Ramsey is washed. And I'm here to tell you that's not true. Jalen Ramsey is still quality. Go back and watch that week 18 game between the Los Angeles Rams and the Seattle Seahawks, and you will understand what I mean. Jalen Ramsey single-handedly almost put the Detroit Lions in the playoffs with his effort against the Seahawks. Jalen Ramsey is a difference maker. And now he didn't have his best season, but that's the nature of being an alpha cornerback. We'll see all the time. These players, they'll grade out highly in coverage one year and the next they fall quite a bit. And that's just the nature of the game. You're not going to win them all, especially in a position as demanding as cornerback, which Jalen Ramsey plays. He goes from outside. He goes to inside plays all over the board. Jalen Ramsey is a true star, a true island corner. And it's not an island like Darrell Rivas, but no one is. It's still a pretty good job that Jalen Ramsey is going to do. He's going to rebound with the Miami Dolphins, having Xavier Howard across from him, the other cornerback, having Cater Kohu in the slot. That gives you three quality starting cornerbacks. And then you've got Keon Cross in his CB number four. He goes from a starter to a backup. And this is why I keep highlighting the continuity of these teams. Cause you go from Keon Crossan holding his own. He could have been a lot worse. He did better than most cornerbacks who were seventh on the depth chart to start the season would have, but now he moves to CB four and the dolphins just continue to build. They really are going all in on a super bowl. They've got a great defense here in Miami. They've got 
Bradley Chubb, Jalen Phillips, and Emmanuel Ogba. Those are the top three defensive ends. So this is a juiced up edge rush that the Miami Dolphins have. They have three that they can mix and match. And on the nose, Raekwon Davis, Space Eater, Christian Wilkins. Dolphins, front four, dominant. They're going to bring the heat. At linebacker, it could be better. Jerome Baker, he's the starter. Duke Riley, Sam Aguavin. Yeah, Aguavon. Sorry. Channing Tindall. Those are the three guys kind of competing. Maybe Cameron Good, the seventh-round pick. But I think Tindall, the third-round pick from last year. But linebacker, you could upgrade there. But we've talked about it. Linebacker's not as important as it used to be in the NFL. But secondary, Jalen Ramsey, X Howard, Cater Kohu. That's a quality starting three. And then you remember, the Dolphins have one of the best up-and-coming safeties in the NFL, Javon Hollett. And they have Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio, one of the best defensive minds in the NFL. And we don't want to over-highlight the fact that it's a coordinator change, but Vic Fangio is good at what he does. Vic Fangio loves versatile pieces in his defense. And the Miami Dolphins have built. They're going to continue to build on offense. They are truly embracing the Rams model. They trade for Tyreek Hill. They trade for Bradley Chubb. They trade for Jalen Ramsey now. They go out and sign Teron Armstead to be the highest paid left tackle in the NFL. No, he wasn't the highest paid, but he was up there. They have Tua at quarterback, and he's fine. They believe in him. They have Jalen Waddle. He's another star. This is what we're talking about. It is the Los Angeles Rams. Go out there. F them picks. We're going all in. We are getting stars. We are getting playmakers across the board. And the best part for the Miami Dolphins here is it only cost them a third round pick in Hunter Long, the tight end. And I'm a believer in Hunter Long, comparable to Jason Witten on playerprofiler.com. Check it out. Really, really hoped that Hunter Long could step in for Mike Gusecki. Not going to happen now, but could he be the starter for the Rams? We'll get to that in a little bit. But Hunter Long in a third round pick for Jalen Ramsey. You give him a new contract, 37 and a half million total over two years, all fully guaranteed. Dolphins got a steal. The Miami Dolphins got a steal, upgraded their defense, have one of the most explosive offenses in the NFL. Miami Dolphins, I can't confirm or deny if it'll work out, but they're following the Rams blueprint and the Dolphins could find themselves in the Super Bowl. I did say on the mind of Mansion that the Dolphins are going to the Super Bowl last year. I completely fell off after that to add his concussion issues. Didn't work out, but this Dolphins team, when they are on, no one can hang with them offensively. They can be the highest scoring team in the NFL. But the defense continued to let them down. Now they have an upgraded defense. I'm telling you, Beware the Dolphins in 2023. They are going to be one of the scarier teams in the NFL. Back at work. Happy to have you back on the show, though, Gary. Jalen Ramsey is not done. The day that he is done at CB, he will become the most dominant safety in the game. That's true. Not sure. Well, I I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Jalen Ramsey has had plenty of success in his own defense. And Vic Fangio... 
isn't just just because he plays a lot of zone. It's a zone heavy defense, a lot of two high shells. That's not really just his style. He will mix. He will match. He will play it around. It's more comp. You're oversimplifying it. And I don't agree with that. But if Tua can't finish the season, Miami, it's what if they get a backup? Depends on who the backup is. Maybe number two is stop Harry Snowman. Two is the quarterback. You're Tom Brady's not coming back. This was the move that they made the cap for. Two is the starter. They picked up his fifth year option. They've committed to him. He's the starter. Two is the one. Good evening, Connor Porter. Happy to have you back on the show. It's not happening, Brady, in Miami. I'm sorry. Maybe he unretires, but it's not to Miami. It's going to be San Francisco if he does. Lions were in on Jalen Ramsey. Disappointed that he didn't work out there. Charbonnet in the draft to the Miami Dolphins. Ooh, that could be fun. Jim, Jimmy G is not starting over Tua if he signs there. Brady's kitten will head to... <laughs> Brady's kitten. We love that Tom Brady is a cat guy. But anyways, we've got this... Los Angeles Rams team. And before we get to that, we just want to shout out our sponsors here on playerprofiler.com because without them, this show doesn't happen. None of the amazing things going on at playerprofiler.com happen without our sponsors, including Underdog. Underdog is so fantastic. They have a permanent place just sitting here at the Podfather's house. Whenever you see him film live, whenever you see him go live, Underdog. So make sure when you sign up for Underdog Fantasy, you use promo code UNDERWORLD for a $100 deposit match courtesy of Utch. You put in $100, you get $100, and you can win big time when you sign up for the all-in package with playerprofiler.com. Right now, you can get a $180 value for just $120, $60 in savings with promo code JACK when you sign up. You get all the dynasty information that you could possibly want to get you through the off season. When the regular season starts, you get all of the DFS action that you need. You get our rankings year round. You get it all with the all in package. Sign up now. Use promo code Jack when you sign up for that discount. Save $20. But back to the show and back to the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are going all in on the rebuild. They've been honest. They've said, hey, we're not who we thought we were, or we can't afford to be who we want to be. We just don't have the money. We've got to get our books in order. Something that the New Orleans Saints should probably listen to. But no, they're going to go all in with Derek Carr once again. Less need, Sean McVay. It's interesting because there were all the rumors that Sean Payton was going to retire this offseason. Then he announces that he's staying and you think, oh, great. They're going all in for another year. Can't fault him for that. Sean Payton could be his last run all in. But no, no, that's not the case. In fact, it sounds as though the popular thought around the NFL is that outside of Aaron Donald, obviously, Cooper Cup, obviously, and Matthew Stafford, who we have had added to that list, outside of the core three there for the Rams, no one is off limits is what we're hearing. Tyler Higby could be traded maybe that's why they wanted hunter long they wanted to get younger and cheaper at the tight end position ship tyler higby out we know they want to get rid of Allen robinson the rams it's a fire sale for the los angeles rams they are not rebuilding in their own words they review refuse to words use the words rebuild but it's a retool a remodel and everything outside of matthew stafford cooper cup 
and Aaron Donald, it's getting thrown out in the remodel. We're going to be losing a lot of high-priced veterans for the Los Angeles Rams. There's going to be a lot of shakeup there. Already now, we can see it. Jalen Ramsey's gone, so now the starting three in the secondary, we've got Darian Kendrick, a fourth-round pick last year, opposite Robert Rochelle, who's been kind of a mix-in player for the past couple of years, and then Kobe Durant, who was also a rookie. I can't remember if he was a third or fourth or a fifth-round pick, but Kobe Durant, slot cornerback, might be competing with Russ Yeast in the slot or Quinton Lake, who are both safeties, but this secondary, the only guy with... Any experience, really, is Jordan Fuller, who didn't play a whole lot this season because of injuries, and he was behind Taylor Rapp and uh, oh, blanking on the other safety for the Rams. But anyways, only Jordan Fuller has experience. Darian Kendrick, sophomore. Robert Rochelle, he might be a sophomore, actually. He might be a junior. He's young. Kobe Durant, sophomore. Russ Yeast, Quinton Lake, both sophomores. So unless they can re-sign Taylor Rapp and their other safety, all new starters. All new starters, a young, young secondary for the Rams, a young defensive line too, because they cut Leonard Floyd. Michael Hoyt is back. He signed his restricted free agent tender. I think he's going to return. Daniel Hardy and Kier Thomas. You haven't heard of any of these guys. Hoyt, the only reason I know him, or you should know him too, 300-pound edge rusher. He moved from D-tackle to edge during the season because the Rams were just so empty there. And then... Daniel Hardy and Kier Thomas. I think they're both rookies too. They're both going into their sophomore season. It's truly a bare bones defense for the Rams. Ernest Jones takes over as the starting linebacker for Bobby Wagner. Bare bones roster for the Los Angeles Rams. And I don't know. We've heard that Matthew Stafford's not for sale. But could he really be on the block? Could the Rams be going, hey, cut our losses. We got our Super Bowl. We won. We don't have any money anymore. Let's just completely start it over and crater for Caleb Williams. Could the Rams be one of the worst teams in the NFL on purpose? I don't know if that's going to happen under Sean McVay. I can't see him punting a season on purpose. I know it's the remodel. They'll be worse, but. Sean Payton doesn't strike me as the guy to tank. He just doesn't. I can't see him doing it. I would love to be wrong. That would be the optimal approach, especially if you're Sean McVay. You can say, hey, you can't fire me. I just won a Super Bowl. You can't fire me because I'm going in to get Caleb Williams, and this is the guy for the next 15 years that I'm going to work together with and win multiple Super Bowls. Rams, quite a predicament the Rams are in. And it's not just them. There are a couple teams across the NFL that are saying, hey, it might be fire sale time. The Los Los Angeles Rams, yes, they're one of them. The Indianapolis Colts might be another team that's going full fire sale. We've heard today that Ryan Kelly could be on the block. The starting center, all pro center, could be traded. Tight end Mo Alley-Cox, he's on a cheap deal. He could be traded. Really, (laughs) I love Mo Alley-Cox. Spent a lot of time rooting for him. But hasn't really panned out. Now they've got Jelani Woods, who they like. I don't know. Colts, though, they're rebuilding hard. They're starting a new cycle. Maybe 
that cycle starts with Will Levis. But we're also hearing that the Colts, Colts actually might be doing what I said the Rams are doing. The Colts might say, hey, trade up ahead of us. Leave us with QB4. We don't care. We'll trade back or we'll just take Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. Yeah, that's right. We don't need a quarterback. We're tanking. We are cratering for Caleb Williams because he is a star on the rise. And now that's probably smoke. I really do believe that the Colts are going to be in on Will Levis. But hey, it's smoke season. It's rumor season. We don't know what's happening. We're just hearing all these different tidbits of information. I can confirm that the Rams remodel. And as Joe Herbert says, or Hebert says, Rebuild doesn't sell tickets. This is true. So they got to go with the remodel instead. Cam Akers. Hope they keep Akers good RB for this rebuild. If they couldn't trade Cam Akers last year, it'll be interesting to see if they can trade him this year in a contract year. What are your thoughts on Izzy RB out of pit? Israel out of Baconda? No, Abanacanda. Israel Abanacanda. I'm a fan. If he shows what he should at his pro day. Because he's supposed to work out. He's supposed to be an elite athlete. And if that shows up, oh, I am in on Israel Abanacanda. Rams don't have the draft picks to take advantage of tanking. I think they do next year. I'm pretty sure they do next year, actually. Maybe not. Did they trade their first? Now I'm all confused. Now I'm all confused. I'm pretty sure they have their first next year, though, for the first time in forever. Anyways, rumors on the trade block. It's not just... The Colts, it's the Browns, but not in the tanking sense. The Browns could be looking to make a splash at wide receiver, and it could be on the trade market. We've heard multiple times for a couple months that Brandon Cooks could be a target of the Browns. We've heard that refuted. We've heard it repeated again, but it comes out again today from Mary Kay Cabot, and she is one of the more reliable Browns insiders, so I tend to believe this, that they're calling on Brandon Cooks. And he might have just been replaced by Robert Woods. They're calling on Elijah Moore. Maybe the Jets want out on Elijah Moore. We know Elijah Moore wanted out on the Jets. Would be interesting to get rid of a receiver just as Aaron Rodgers is coming. But maybe they think Elijah Moore won't clash with Aaron Rodgers or won't jive with Aaron Rodgers, won't work out. Those are the two trades that the Browns are interested in. They're also looking at McCole Hardman and DJ Chark. So all in all, Brandon Cooks, fast guy. McCole Hardman, fast guy. DJ Chark, fast guy. And Donovan Peoples-Jones, yeah, going to take a little bit of a tumble. They're going to add someone. And they they, they could add too because they're also interested in Adam Thielen, who's not a fast guy, but would play that slot role and kind of crater things for David Bell. Also interested in Odell Beckham. So the Browns are shopping around at wide receiver. It's going to be interesting to see who they add, but the overall takeaway, get out on Donovan Peoples-Jones while you can, because it is going to be a big drop after they add a true wide receiver too. next to Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones is now down to fourth in the pecking order behind Amari Cooper, behind wide receiver two and behind David Njoku. We're also hearing that Jameis Winston, he's been offered a pay cut, could also be traded, though. He could agree to a reworked contract to head somewhere else, including reuniting with his former head coach, Sean Payton, with the Denver Broncos to back up Russell Wilson? That would be a big change. I expect Jameis to take the cut instead 
of taking the pay cut, say, hey, I'm going to shop out there. Maybe I end up with the Broncos, but I want to at least try and get a starting job for a couple weeks, maybe with the Cardinals, maybe with the Bucks, with the Panthers. But interesting that Jameis could be reuniting with Sean Payton in Denver, and would that put some pressure on Russ? Probably not, but wouldn't it be funny if Russell Wilson ends up benched for Jameis Winston? We also have signings across the NFL. This was not only a big day because of the Jalen Ramsey trade, we also had the second highest contract ever for a defensive tackle doled out. Deron Payne, Washington Commander's nose tackle. He signs four years, $90 million, 60 of those million dollars guaranteed. Now, it's going to end up that he's not the second highest paid defensive tackle in the NFL because Chris Jones wants a new contract and he's going to get it and he's going to sign for more. Quinnen Williams is going to sign for more with the Jets. Dexter Lawrence is going to sign for more with the Giants. Jeffrey Simmons will sign for more with the Tennessee Titans. So all of a sudden, Deron Payne goes from number two behind Aaron Donald to number six behind those guys and Deron Payne. Possibly Javon Hargrave too, though. Philadelphia Eagles nose tackle. He's a free agent. He's going to command a big payday. And then we also got Draymond Jones. He's not going to pass. More than likely, he won't pass Deron Payne, but he's going to get a big payday too. There are a lot of players about to cash in on this free agency, especially at defensive tackle and at wide receiver. We already saw Sterling Shepard cash in. We don't know the dollar amount. And it's probably going to be a decent deal. Probably going to be on the cheap. Sterling Shepard returns to the New York Giants. They also want to bring back Darius Slayton. Now, I tweeted earlier today that I would like to see Jacoby Myers end up with the New York Giants, Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton on the outside, Jacoby Myers in the slot. That'd be great. Seems less likely now with Sterling Shepard being re-signed, but hey, it's possible. Still hope that the Giants do add something at wide receiver because right now it's Sterling Shepard, slot slash flanker. He'll move in and out. Isaiah Hodgins on the outside. Hopefully Darius Slayton back stretching the field. Wandale when he recovers, but Daniel Jones needs an alpha. You got to get Daniel Jones his DJ more. It'll be tough to get a wide receiver of that caliber. Maybe DeAndre Hopkins they can land, but get Daniel Jones some help. And get the Buccaneers some help at quarterback too. Baker Mayfield, Jacoby Brissett are the two top candidates to come to the Buccaneers to compete with Kyle Trask. Also a possibility that Blaine Gabbert is brought back as well. But it's interesting because we're hearing, yeah, the they want to bring someone in to compete with Kyle Trask, but they really do like him and believe that Kyle Trask is a starter in the NFL. It could be true. Harry Snowman could be right. Kyle Trask could be a thing. Tom Brady doesn't come out of retirement. Maybe, may just maybe, Kyle Trask beats out Baker Mayfield, beats out Jacoby Brissett. I still do believe Jacoby Brissett goes to the Cardinals, though. Don't know why the Titans aren't retooling. They aren't even sniffing a Super Bowl. We heard a rumor they are shopping Henry. We've heard a clarification on that rumor. The Titans aren't actively shopping Henry. They're just taking calls. And they're okay that the report leaked that they're taking calls. So hopefully more calls get generated. They're just not actively shopping him yet. Surely Elijah Moore is the new Cobb if the Dark Knight lands on the Jets. I hope so. Oh, if you turn Elijah Moore into Randall Cobb, especially now that Braxton Berrios has been cut, I can't see the Jets trading Elijah Moore now. Who Elijah Moore is Randall Cobb. Joe, you got me excited. You got me excited. 
as long as we understand the ceiling on Trask is basically Jimmy G. Oh, we do. But the Buccaneers could decide that Jimmy G is better than Baker Mayfield. Jimmy G is better than Blaine Gabbert, better than Jacoby Brissett. Jack will be breaking down Aaron Rodgers' trade to the Jets tomorrow. I believe so. I believe that trade will happen before the official kickoff of free agency with the tampering window. Tomorrow is going to be a big day. We're going to have a lot of stories. We got Matty Kiwum coming on the story or on the show tomorrow. We're going to have lots of stories to cover, lots of news to break down. But final couple bits of information that we're hearing. We're hearing that the Bears might bring back David Montgomery. They are interested in that. We know the Lions want to bring back Jamal Williams, but they might not be able to. Jamal Williams has a hot market and he deserves it. Just being that fun locker room guy, being a good person. Jamal Williams, he deserves whatever payday he gets. And the Bills and the Jets and the Bengals all interested in bringing Jamal Williams on board. And hey, I know I'm a Lions fan, but I root for these players to get every penny they can. So if Jamal Williams leaves for a payday, more power to you, man. We also saw Matt Milano. He signed his two-year contract extension. Still waiting on the details of that, but he gets a payday. Two-year extension. Was already signed through 2025, so I don't know how this is actually going to work, but Matt Milano clears up $6 million in cap space. The Bills need it entering free agency, especially because they might be making a run at a wide receiver. They might be making a run at Odell Beckham Jr. We've got reports that there are multiple teams starting conversations with Odell on bringing him in. Now, we did hear that Odell wants $20 million a year, but that was from PFT, Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. So I'm going to take that with a grain of salt, especially because we already heard a report refuting that, that no, Odell hasn't even asked for a certain amount of money yet. Hasn't reached that stage where he's asking for anything. He's just talking to teams because Odell sounds like he cares more about the location and the team and being able to stay there than the actual monetary value. But we know the Giants, the Rams, the Patriots, the Panthers, the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Vikings, the Browns, and the Ravens. 11 teams in on Odell Beckham, or at least we're at his workout. We don't know how many of them are talking to Odell. No offers have been made yet, but conversations around Odell Beckham, they're going to start heating up, but not for the Cowboys. Cowboys didn't attend the workout. Sounds like the Cowboys are out, as Cody said. More in on Antonio Brown than Odell Beckham, as he put it on Twitter. And finally, final contract that we're hearing about is, oh, what is the story with the Sweezum jersey? Fly fly bladder. Thank you for asking. Sean Sweezum, he actually went to my high school. He donated a lot of the equipment that I used to play high school football with. I donated the helmets, I believe, that I used. Donated a bunch of the shoulder pads and whatnot. Sean Sweezum, love the guy. True hero. Helped, helped me. Without Sean Sweezum, I not, might not be here. I might not be here talking to you about the uh, NFL just because I might not have had the opportunity to play the way I did and play at a pretty good level. But anyways, final story that we're here to talk about Vikings and Kirk Cousins. They're working on a contract extension, but there's nothing imminent. There's nothing close for the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins. And we've seen this before. Kirk Cousins bets on himself, says, no, I'm not taking this contract. I am going to go out and earn it. Did it multiple times with the Washington Commanders, got multiple franchise tags, and finally earned his way out. So could Kirk Cousins be looking for a payday? Could Kirk Cousins look be betting on himself, hoping to win a Super Bowl with the Vikings and say, blank check, sign me? Or could the Vikings be lowballing Kirk Cousins because 
It's a new regime. It's a rebuild. Could the Vikings, because we've already seen them start to make these moves. We've already seen the Minnesota Vikings sell players, cut players. Dalvin Cook could be on the block. Adam Thielen's already being cut. Eric Kendricks, Harrison Smith might be cut. Zadarius Smith wants out. Could the Vikings go full fire sale and trade Kirk Cousins? (laughs) 